concerned church leader is on the line, representing evangelicals, Baptists, and even a few Mennonites. He's all hot and bothered. He says they've heard rumors and are demanding that the government act, and soon. Hi, my name is Dan Dick, the host of Church Matters. Today we welcome back storyteller Soren Menohawk. Soren is part preacher, part teacher, storyteller in the tradition of Canada's indigenous people, and full-time follower of Jesus the Waymaker. Today Soren takes a slice of the familiar Christmas story and tries to make it helpfully unfamiliar by giving it a present-day indigenous twist. I enjoyed this interpretation, and I hope you will too. In the back of a trailer, somewhere near the Sardis Reserve in BC, a teenager is in hard labor, giving birth with boyfriend by her side. As her groans get louder, contractions faster, a group of three elders, gifted with interpreting the stars, make their way to Victoria, coming from the east, Mi'kmaq territory. They head straight for the legislature in order to make contact with those at the top, but are stopped by security. With gifts of tobacco, sweetgrass, sage and cedar, they courteously request, please, we need to speak with those in charge. Can you help us? We've been sent here to find the one who was born leader to all nations. The guards look at each other and almost start laughing. Over the past months, we've been given dreams. The prophecies have spoken clearly to us. Go to Stalo homelands. A great Siam has been born who will turn everything over, make it new, make it good as old. So we've come to find this child, lift our hands and show respect. But we don't see Stalo lands marked on your imperial British Columbus maps. So if you're able, tell us where we need to go. For reasons we don't know, the guards are suddenly taken by these strange guests and decide to bring them to the office of Premier. What? Who's here? A delegation of Mi'kmaq medicine men? Thinking it's a joke or just a bunch of crackpots, Premier is about to dismiss them. But just then, the phone in Premier's office flashes red with a priority call. Premier goes into a big fancy office to take the call. A concerned church leader is on the line, representing evangelicals, Baptists, and even a few Mennonites. He's all hot and bothered. He says they've heard rumors and are demanding that the government act, and soon. Premier, let the Aboriginals do what they want. They can practice their old religious traditions. They can have their exorbitant fishing rights and those overpriced truth commissions. But this is far too political. It smacks of revolution. Trusted sources tell us that there have been many not-so-secret gatherings in Vancouver and Chilliwack in the last few weeks. Chiefs and young radicals coming together and planning something. We've heard unlawful, incendiary rhetoric. Like what? says Premier. Like this. The time for action is now. Creator's gonna break this colonial system, scatter settlers from the land, and give healing once for all to the oppressed. Someone needs to stop this, Premier. And you know, 
It's not just good for us law-abiding citizens. It's also good for them. Our Indians will be better off once they learn how to just forget the good old days, take responsibility today, and learn to work within the system. Premier thanks the callers for sharing their concerns and puts down the phone. Serve our guests some tea, Premier tells assistant. I'll be with them shortly. Premier quickly dials up Prime Minister. Hello, Prime Minister here. Prime Minister, there's crazy stuff going on here with the Indians. I'm not sure what it's all about, but they could be planning something serious. No, no, I don't think it's about the pipeline. Didn't hear about any immediate protests. Yet there's been suspicious activity and some talk of violence. I don't know what their capabilities are, but we need to watch them. And, well, it wouldn't hurt to nip this in the bud before it goes any further. Prime Minister listens to Premier's concerns, gazing distractedly at a recent picture commemorating a tribute with the Bloods. Decked out in a big headdress, smeared with war paint, Prime Minister was made honorary chief of that nation. I look pretty darn good, Prime Minister muses. Why can't all these nations be like the Bloods and just get along? Yes, Premier, I agree. I think we should address this right away. I'll touch base with Minister of Defense and get a few of my experts to give you a shout. In no time, a herd of intelligence officials and a group of Native Studies professors, mostly white, are on a conference call with Premier. What the hell is this about? What are these people really thinking? Is this another red power thing? Are we going to have another Oka on our hands? Barks Premier into the speakerphone. We're not totally sure, Premier. We think it could be a fringe religious movement, some sort of Indian Christian syncretism at work here, quite possibly the fruit of Salish Quaker prophecies from the Southeast. We aren't 100% confident, but we do know this. There's a growing group of indigenous peoples in the area who think their creator, Chichil Siam, is going to subvert the current political realities, bring in some spiritual revolution of sorts, and they're starting to mobilize themselves. What's going on? What do they want? These people get everything. What is enough enough? They've got more than a fair deal. Premier is clearly impatient. Well, some of the stats we have might disagree, Premier. In select instances, there might be some real grievances. Perhaps if we address those, if I may, an officer interrupts. Whatever the case may be, lots of natives, especially the young people, are unhappy and are chomping for change. That's what this is about. And they might go militant to get it. We need to have our eyes on that and be prepared. Okay, thanks for that. Keep me posted on new information and recommendations, says Premier. Tea long finished, Premier invites the elder star readers into the fancy office, and after offering up a comment on how they don't really look like real Indians, 
They wore blue jeans and Gore-Tex jackets. Premier smiles uncomfortably and questions them in detail. Who is this mysterious child being born in the Fraser Valley? Premier pretends great interest, but they don't buy it, and they don't say much. So Premier sends them off with these words. It's for the good of this province, this nation, and all our Aboriginal peoples that you come back and share what you've learned. Good things appear to be happening, and we'd like to be a part of it. Premier grabs a sculpture being used as a paperweight and gives it to the men, saying, On your way out, my assistant will give you a map telling you where you need to go. When you arrive, please offer this to the child and family. It's by one of your artists, an authentic Bill Reed. I think they'll like it. As the elders leave the building, they mutter under their breath and shake their heads. Pretty disappointing, huh? But just like that, two crows come out of nowhere, swoop up and over them, and with a loud drop a tremendous on the legislature doors. The men burst out in laughter. And with that sign of encouragement, they make their way to the ferry, four medicines and a bronze Bill Reed whale in hand, trekking on to Stalo lands to meet the great mystery. Meanwhile, Premier makes a call to Child and Family Services. Hello, Child and Family Services. How may I help you? We've got a newborn that needs to be rescued from an unstable home situation. Thanks for that story, Soren. Your words give us much to reflect upon. And this not-so-ancient story lives on to trouble us all, even the Church. Thanks for sharing that, Soren. That concludes today's program. Merry Christmas to all our listeners, wherever you are. Church Matters is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Thanks so much for your support. Please consider making a gift to Mennonite Church Canada this Christmas so that we can celebrate more peace. To give, just call 1-866-888-6785 or visit MennoniteChurch.ca. My name is Dan Dick, and you've been listening to Church Matters. Know that you are called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Thanks for listening. As you go out from here, may the Lord go with you. The face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the Salt and light as people of